Welcome to my mom's podcast. Hi, I'm Marisa Calderon, and you're listening to the Early Childhood Journeys podcast. I'm capturing the early childhood journeys of educators, including discussions and strategies on best practices for children, birth through third grade, and sharing them here for you. In this podcast, I have a very candid and funny conversation with Alma Quintana, who just recently started working with the City of Phoenix's early Head Start Head Start office. I say open and funny because Alma and I always seem to end up laughing and joking when we get together, which certainly helps keep us sane in our work. Uh, I met Alma in the early childhood field many, many years ago by way of mutual colleagues and friends that ran in the same circle. We've also had a history of working and collaborating together with past committees, and I've been involved in connecting with her at the next training or conference. What I hope you gain from our conversation is that there are certain types of people that help those in high-up administrative positions look awesome. You know who they are. They make them shine. They are super organized, talented, and excellent at systems creating that inspire others like myself in pressing on in our professional growth and Alma is certainly one of those admirable humans. She has an interesting early childhood journey worth hearing about and reminds us to be more reflective too. I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I enjoyed having it with her. Tell me about your your um, present position. Present position. So currently, since April, I am the quality assurance manager for the city of Phoenix. What, is, what does that mean, quality assurance manager? I'm Give still me... trying to figure that out. <laughs> Everybody asks me, and I'm like, I don't know yet. I mean, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> can you give me like an example, just a, a moment of your day of, of capturing that? So... Quality assurance manager. So, okay, so overall, um, in the city, there isn't a set monitoring system. Okay. For Head Start and Early Head Start. So, I was brought on as a team, and it was a brand new position. It, I'm the first one to fill it. Oh, that's awesome yeah. then. Yeah. Because then you get to create it. Uh huh. Pretty okay. much. <laughs> so, it's all, which can be, I've done that before. Yeah. Um, in, in another position, but right now it's pretty much open for anything that I could possibly do. So right now we're redesigning the current monitoring system, okay. um, which I am also getting technical assistance on that because I don't know what that looks like. Okay, I'm new to Head Start, so it's kind of like... Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. What am I doing? I have to figure things out. And I've only been in the position for three months. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So it's been an interesting um, transition. Is it a different, um, like, I, I say platform, like the the tools, I guess the the interface of it, is it different than the, than the one at the Department of Ed? Is the for, forms, I guess, or? For the monitoring? Yeah. Uh, it'll be similar to what they have for the their equip. 
okay. So that's okay. what we kind of, so with having conversations with Amy, that she's like, I want it to look very much, it's a self-assessment. Okay. So the goal of this tool is to use for programs, to use it as a self-assessment, but also uh, for us internally as a monitoring tool. Okay, now you mentioned Amy, and just for our audience, just for <laughs> informational purposes, can you tell me who Amy is? So Amy Corvo is my, um, I still don't know her title, it's a deputy She's like the head of Director the Head Start. of <laughs> Birth to Five in the city of Phoenix. Yes. So. Okay. Do you remember whose position she took over? Um, Patty name? Nightingale. Oh, that's okay. The Pat Nightingale, she took over her position when she retired. Okay. Um, so she's been here for about two years. So, so is, she, is, is Amy your direct report? Yes. Okay. She's my direct, direct supervisor. Supervisor, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. It's. It's so, been interesting. Um, tell me why it's been interesting. Well, because first of all, I'm in a leadership role, which is new to me. Oh, and see, I always thought of you as a leader in all of the, the work that like that you've done, just mm -hmm. naturally. Mm -hmm. A natural leader. Yes. And that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I've never had people under me. But you're so, so good at organizational stuff. Yeah, and I think that's why... I never thought of myself as a leader. Wow. I did it, to be honest, I never wanted a leadership role. <laughs> and so when uh, speaking with Amy, she was like, uh, your next step is to be a director. And I'm like, nah, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, but this position became available and I found it quite interesting. So I thought I'd apply. Um, but I have, there's about four people that are under me. Wow, okay. And um, which is uh, interesting because um, in here, mm -hmm. they have never had an opportunity to um, kind of explore. And it's usually like, here's the document, go ahead and do run, run with it. Yeah, implement it. And so I'm bringing them along in the journey, which, which is a process of its own. Right. So um, I, I meet with them constantly mm -hmm. and say, OK, this is what the vision is. And so to take them through that process has yeah. been has been interesting because some people are like, OK, I completely understand what you're saying. And others are like, no, just give me the document. And I don't want to give yeah. them something. I want them to be able to participate in the creation of this because it's really important too that they will be using out in the field. Yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. You want to have them be, have a voice in, especially an opportunity where you get to create mm -hmm. a new that tool. tool. Yeah. yeah, that tool, um, which a lot of times in state or certain agencies that's already done for you. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's, I mean, that's a good way to look at it too, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, tell me how how have what's personally you kind of mentioned that this is a new leadership position mm -hmm. that you hadn't been in a leadership position before. Mm -hmm. What have you done to help prepare yourself? Is there any anything that you've been um, personally just kind of brushing up on? So a lot of self-reflection, oh. which is which has it has always been a struggle for me, okay. and I've gotten gotten better at it as time goes by, but a lot of self-reflection. That's awesome. A lot, yeah, a lot of that, um, 
I, yeah, I if you're asking me if I have read books or no, 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 no. <laughs> except for the ones I have. I went back to school starting my master's degree. Oh my god, Anna, congratulations! Thank you. In early childhood leadership. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So I started that. That's amazing. In, Good for you. Thank you. I started that in the spring. And so it kind of aligns with... Oh, my gosh. A new job and a new master... Pro- oh, wow. That's yep. that's huge. Yeah. So that says a lot. Yeah. So a lot of things going on. But um, so that's kind of helped me. And in, in, I wish they would do more of leadership experiences of how to be a leader mm-hmm. versus those other experiences, you know, the master's degree of theories and all of that. So I was like, okay, I, I got that. G- yeah. Give me the... You have the practicum uh-huh. piece already. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but a lot of, I ask a lot of questions. So I'll like go to Amy or go to um, my previous uh, supervisor and be like, uh, what can I say about this? Or how would you deal with that? Or how, you know, but I, it's Do just you find day that... Those people that actually, actually, let's talk about some previous maybe mentors, mm-hmm. or maybe you'd, maybe you don't want to mm-hmm. say mentors, but just other folks that um, helped you, supported you along that journey, right? And are still continuing to support you or guide you. Um, what would you say about them? Um. Like who they are? Sure, if you want to name them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to name them. I don't want to put you on the spot because then the, what if this going to – I always say, what if I forgot to name so-and-so? Oh, my God, I got to see them next week. Or, you know, I always feel like, uh, you know, it's everybody that I come across, at least for me, um, I always look at as a learning experience mm-hmm. From, mm-hmm. from them. Even yeah. though – it could be a subject matter where I know I'm pretty confident in, but I like I like approaching things in the learning angle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always open to that. I don't know about you, but what would you say some things have been with those mentors that you've you've been able to learn and grasp and and um, or maybe that resonate with you? I think um, with the because there's been several, yeah, but a lot of them have. First of all, they all pushed me to go back to school. Oh, I know. Because you know. Oh, yes. And you were I know. Going through people. the same <laughs> I know journey at people. the same time. Yeah. But even like it took me many years, even when I started, because I was nine years at the Department of Education, when I started there, mm-hmm. I didn't have my bachelor's degree. Um, I started as a project specialist, which was a brand new position as well. So it was kind of like figuring out what that position was going to be, too. Yeah. But when I was in that position, I came in with no degree. And so it took me a very long time because people kept pushing me, like, you need to go back to school, you need to go back to school, yeah. you know, further your career and all of that. So it took me a long time to just put in my application. Um, yeah. And then finally I, I was able to, but even that, and just to go back to school and then the self-reflection. I think there was... Um, a lot of times where I I very um in sometimes when I speak I just like flat out just no filter sometimes <laughs> which was a little difficult for for people especially when it's just like something I didn't agree with or right. just like uh, confrontations I'm not a confrontational person but 
just like facial expressions or oh. you know, things like that. Like, but your body language uh-huh. tells it? Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, or I would say something not so nice, but I didn't mean it in that way. Right, right. So um, even those people would be like, you need to tone it down or this is the way you need to act or this is, you know, so kind of just always that self-reflection or what do you, how do you think you could have done, you know, you're mm-hmm. the normal things you would tell yeah. a four-year-old. Trying to be more, yeah, personable piece. Yeah. yeah but at an adult level, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess So, that. and that was mostly internal because right. I, externally with all the other partners, it was in a, a you know, your, your, work environment at some point turns into your home you know like oh yeah it's like family so you're family yeah Yeah. at some point you're like yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so that's kind of absolutely how it got but um I think that it helped me with that self-reflection piece a lot the school and all of that well yeah that I had to you know people had to push me with that but I yeah good for you thank you that's really admirable um how did you balance your family life with that? When so let's go back to when you went back to get to finish your bachelor's, I guess. Was that did how did that go with family, with your personal life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, I don't have kids and I'm not married. So with that just makes it a lot easier. <sighs> let's let's trade for a day. Oh wait, we're is this recording? <laughs> So that was easier, but I do, at that point, I had, when I started my bachelor's, there was about five nieces and nephews. Yeah. So a lot of babysitting. Yeah. So I had to have a lot of babysitting. So I had to have conversation with my sisters and be like, throughout the course of my bachelor's degree, there will be no babysitting because I have to do, so they were kind of like, okay. As soon as I finished, they were like, okay, is a babysitting back on? I was like, oh, my gosh. The Alma is back. She's back. No more homework. That's hysterical. Yeah. But how cool um, that the yeah, your nieces and nephews probably saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a, I mean, I could see that role modeling piece happening yeah. right there, too. Yeah. It, it's funny because now that I'm doing my master's degree, um, the old, you know, they're older, my oldest niece is 11 and the one right after that is nine. Oh yeah so um they're right now vacationing in mexico they're coming i think they're coming back by the end of the week but i was talking to them on the phone yesterday and um i told one of them because i have an assignment i have to do right. and i have to do the activity with a nine-year-old oh and I'm like, oh i said I, I like, I'm like, you're not here i need you to come back i said i need you for an activity <laughs> She's like, for what? I said, for my homework. I need you to help me with my homework. So, you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> and so then she, she's like, okay, let me tell mom. <laughs> we need great. to come back because <laughs> you need me for That's your homework. That's so great, though, that you're yeah. already instilling that um, with with the kids. That's great. Mm-hmm. No, I knew you didn't have um, kids of your own, but it doesn't mean that you don't have a personal life, yeah. right? So yeah. I knew, I'm like, gosh, I can't imagine. That's a, that's a big load. And you when you already have kind of, um, your routine going mm-hmm. already and all of that. Yeah. Um, so transitioning it was actually, you started your master's program. Do you have a different set of mentors or your go-to people? In re- I always found like through my, when going do, doing my assignments, I had certain certain handful of folks that I would follow up on. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this assignment mm-hmm. kind of thing. People that have already, you know, that already had gotten their masters or 
doctrines and I'm like just to bounce the ideas off mm-hmm. of did you have anybody for that when I because I started in March um, and I was taking two classes at a time which that's I hard. don't recommend yeah that's that's <laughs> hard their master's degree with yeah two classes at a time but I yeah it was she was like she's actually an ex-co-worker um Madi do you okay. remember Madi? yeah that sounds familiar yeah so she and she was a lot of help um she's actually doing her doctorate Uh oh wow so and at the same time i'll be like i think i'm gonna do my paper on this what do you think or i think and i she i would even send her my um yeah you're you're like a rough draft or Uh whatever and she would like edit it oh my gosh i need that person Uh that's what i didn't have my husband would would be my editor. He he's great with uh, writing, mm-hmm. but um, but sometimes you need yeah that lens yeah. from someone I in need the field. somebody. I'm like, dude, does this make sense? Because it makes sense to me, but I don't know. If... <laughs> so and I think my my writing is horrible. Right. So I'm just like, I need somebody else to look at this. And so the every see and mind you it was two classes. Every single paper that I wrote. I would send it over to her. Oh my Every gosh. single, and she would send it to send it back. Mind you, she was doing her own. own. Wow! So I was just that's like, that's amazing. Yeah. So she was really uh, like phenomenal. She to, she's been she'll be like a saint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Everybody's oh like, gosh. you need to get you know like give her a massage or <laughs> take her to get pedicures. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I wish I. I could. That's really cool that you got that. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, one of the things I know for for me when I when I was d- doing my classes uh, last semester, it was it was interesting because I was I in my group. Did you? I don't know if you worked with any of your peer groups or whatever, even online. But we mm-hmm. would meet up um, for me for d- downtown ASU, and it was a little it was a little different because it was kids. <laughs> like it's all of these. Um, you know, millennial, like very young millennials. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think they're Gen, Gen Zs. They're like 19, 20 or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're going into um, an education program. But um, it was good to have some their perspective mm-hmm. on, on the field, and I can give them my two cents. I didn't want to totally scare them, mm-hmm. but they would give me some of their information. Did you have any interactions like that at all during, like, with either your bachelor's or going into your master's? Any, any other, like, peer community forums or anything? So when I was in the bat in the bachelor's pro- program, is with a cohort, and actually they I they I work with them. Oh, now. really cool! So there was like a, one or two of them that I have um, bumped into that were part of that cohort. Um, Very neat. Yeah, so it was like a Head Start cohort of like I don't know twenty people adults. Yeah. Um, and I remember we needed to do this one assignment we were brought into groups and it's a startup um, oh I love it yeah startup so that um because it was funny because they had that head start experience and I had that department of ed experience yeah. every time like there was something they would just look at me I'm like hi <laughs> guys like I cannot be your go-to for all of this which was because it you had a lot of resources yeah yeah and I had that experience of um starting up a preschool classrooms yeah. 
but I didn't have, but the project had to do with starting up a, a whole center, a whole school. And that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like, this is what I can help with the other stuff. We all need to do, you know, research or because I don't know that much information of how to start a school on your own. Yeah. You know, so that was kind of. Have there been any, um, any of those classes that you really were struggling with? It was just, man, I just got to get through this class. Like, because maybe the information or the content didn't resonate with you. Like, how did you push through that if you had not? <clears throat> I don't know if there was any. I think I was fortunate when it came to that because you had some I good was, classes. I had good classes, but I also had the inside of a state level. Mm. Um, and so that was very helpful to me when I struggling on myself because I don't think I'm I'm an average person. No, I as mean, far as I'm not like super intelligent like other people that we know. <laughs> so the, so they think though. I I have found everybody has some you know, and how do you say just like with children when we talk about um, in the classroom you always have. Each child can be a content expert oh, in yeah. something, uh-huh. you know. So you might not be an I expert. I am not that. <laughs> yes, you are. are. I, I am not. <laughs> you, you, you absolutely are. <laughs> I see Look, it. I, I am okay. I'll t- I'm very good at systems build. Like there I, you go. Build, yeah. I can, which is probably why I got hired here because I'm, <laughs> I'm good at that at creating something from right. You know, like that type of stuff. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I, I, and it's probably me because of the people that are surrounding <laughs> me. I'm like, what? Like, can you say that again? Because I have no idea what you just told me. So I have to kind of put my own twist to, to things of like, okay, I think this is what they meant. Or I'll just ask them on the side, like, what were you, t- what were you talking about? Because I have no idea. But that's great that you can speak up and Mm -hmm. and you're not afraid to say you know what I don't get it Mm -hmm. I think I think there's times when because we're in the education field like we're so there's this idea that we're supposed to know it all Mm -hmm. no that's not like a teach especially a teacher in education I don't have to know it all I just need to know how to learn to know it I just need to know how to know it. Mm-hmm. How do I learn? How do I get more information about it? Mm-hmm. I don't have to know it all. Right. And you need to be okay with saying, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I need to, let's, how do we, how, just like with kids, how do we learn more about this? Mm-hmm. Where can we find more information about this? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, your strength, that system building, that that's that infrastructure piece mm-hmm. that we need. We need a system. We need a procedure we need to understand uh, A to B to C and those steps. So I think that's a huge strength because if we don't have people like that, that that remind us that there needs to be little structure to this, then it all falls apart. Then mm-hmm. kind of a thing. It reminds me of um, this marshmallow test video that we sometimes show. We use spaghetti and marshmallows and there has to be a good foundation piece. And yeah. like that's, that's where you come in, those strengths, right? Building those foundations and those steps. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for somebody that is starting in our field, mm-hmm. um, what would you give? What, what would be some tips or strategies for that person when um, you know they're really struggling, deciding about do I do I continue down this route of 
early childhood. What would you say? Um, geez, I still struggle with that. I'm by myself. But that's oh my good. Own. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I struggle with that. Yes, uh-huh. I think I think that's that is on the ball right there because I think people think that we are oh we're coasting through no mm-hmm. it's still it's an ever um evolving and we are gonna struggle yeah. but I mean what would you say to them how do you get through those struggles well I okay so I'm gonna give you the what happened to me as far as like how I got even to the city okay yeah um in the position I was before and I, I, everybody, even my Nicole, okay. which was, is, is the deputy associate superintendent at AD, like, I had conversations with her, even when Amy left the Department of Ed, mm-hmm. I had conversations with her about if this is really what I want to do, yeah, to continue on, because it was a push of, you need to now go get your master's degree, and I wasn't willing to spend the time the energy, all of that into a master's degree if I wasn't sure that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so it was a huge struggle. Um, That's huge. And I still kind of struggle with it. Sure. And being in the, you really have to figure out, I think, first, and it's hard, do you really want to be in this field for the rest of your life? And is this really the position that you want to be in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I went to a conference um, in May that they spoke about um, just being on the bus, yeah. right? Yeah. And who should still be on the bus? Who should be in a different seat on the bus? Oh yeah. Should be so like I know that looking, one. Yeah, yeah. So looking at all that, and even as an individual trying to figure out, am I on the right bus? Because I might be taking a whole different route right. to this. Um, but just that, and I was in a position or in this for nine years at in one agency mm-hmm. that I was ready for a change. Yeah. I was whether it was there or not, I was ready to just Yeah. Look for something else. You get burned out. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing over and over. There's constant change all the time, which is something you just have to get used to. Yeah. Um but it was I was I felt stuck. Mm. you know yeah so it was kind of like okay I either need to leave or completely just change what I want to do and so this opportunity came and I said well okay let's try it and see what happens and so I think I would it's a lot of self-reflection yeah yeah I mean it's you know what I'm sure a lot of people say but it is like just and I, yeah, yeah, thinking about it, like if you're waking up in the morning and be like, I don't want to go to work, you know, like every single day, it's time to think about whether you want to do it or not. And if you're grumpy and not putting a hundred percent with, especially if you're in the field with the children, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the energy that's that's being put out. Absolutely, yeah. Um, now I know that you're in your master's program right now. <clears throat> and one of the things that I've I've seen just for me personally, I just I was never that kid that knew what they wanted to be. 
in high like after high school I just kind of I kind of it fell into I fell into it into the field in, in a different in an indirect way but um one of the things that I've reflected on this all these years and you remind me of that was you know yes you're you're getting your master's degree um which I think is admirable by the way but if you change your mind if you'd say okay maybe I have my master's degree but I have found this other field and I I really this really resonates mm -hmm. with me I think that's okay yep and I think we we need to we need to tell others that's okay this was just a journey I had to take at this time and this something else something came up later but it but perhaps it puts you it had to put you in that position for that other thing to happen mm -hmm. or not yeah and it, and it doesn't make it wrong or right so I think um for the for others that are um, going to school or they're in that field or they're questioning things, it doesn't make it wrong or right. Whatever your decision is, as long as it's your decision and you're right. and you're cool with it. Mm -hmm. um, I know I I struggle with that all the time. I do. I love this feel. I love mm -hmm. it, but I do. I get um, weighted down or I get. Um, um, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, I just I get frustrated with current state policy stuff mm -hmm. that's happening and I feel like I'm constantly having to stick up for for what's going on mm -hmm. and um and maybe that's just the role that my that's part of my journey mm -hmm. uh, kind of thing and I'm and I'm tired of school <laughs> and oh, okay. I, I get tired of I'm constantly you know with that because I'm it's just been treading along um so I think with your journey that's kind of what it reminds me of like you know what I, it's admirable that you're going back um, it's your choice mm -hmm. at the end of the day, and it's about your happiness mm -hmm. and not anybody else's. And mm -hmm. there's there shouldn't there should not be any judgment around that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I had to make sure and throw that in there because <laughs> I don't want people to think like, oh, it's you you didn't finish your master's, but you got your bachelor's, mm -hmm. but you did this or you did that. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't. That doesn't have to, the summative isn't the degree. For me, yes, that's the paper. And maybe because I haven't, I'm not done myself, but it's that experience of yeah. it. <clears throat> um, and you, like, you, I feel like your, your experience and your positions, I mean, you easily can be training administrators and directors mm -hmm. in some of these positions. Easily. Yeah. So, I yeah, <laughs> if you haven't already. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of times, um, folks that are in your positions, those supportive positions, um, maybe they don't get the visibility that they need. So mm -hmm. I, I really wanted to make sure and highlight that. Um, and when I asked you to interview you, <laughs> and I said, um, <laughs> and the first thing she tells me for our audience is, are you sure you're talking to the right person? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm on Yes. <laughs> hear about your story <laughs> it's not an exciting story it is exciting <laughs> though because it because every little part of it somebody mm -hmm. or somebody's can resonate can mm -hmm. can identify with it you know we're all going through our own little early childhood journey mm -hmm. um, and it's not perfect but it's yours and that's okay yeah and that's what counts um, let, let me think was there anything else that you would you would uh, want to add before we we wrap up our little conversation um is there anything so far that really 
you enjoyed about your or you are enjoying about the current position or or that you enjoyed about your your last position or your other work tell me tell, i know you you did and i'll mention this in my premise you did work outside of ade yes can you tell me about that so i worked uh, i started as a teacher's assistant in a district wow. and i was there for almost five years. Um, so how did you, so that was before ADE? Before ADE, yeah. And I remember my interview, I had no experience in early childhood <laughs> at all. I'm like, what am I doing here? I just were you a with, job. Were you working uh, with elementary school? Preschool. Preschool, okay. okay. Preschool, and they were looking, they were just looking for an assistant. So I went and I interviewed and then they called me. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I remember when my the first year I was there, I was only part-time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were, at that time, you didn't need a bachelor's degree yeah. for a, being a teacher or anything like that. And so I, um, the following year, um, well, I started, well, the, my current year, I started part-time. And then, then they gave me a, pos- not a position, but they started putting me full-time because the teacher in the morning because it was a morning and afternoon session with two different teachers lead teachers Mm -hmm. she was leaving to get her um student teaching and so they didn't have another teacher so then they put me in that spot and I was like what the heck I didn't know what I was doing yeah so yeah so in the morning I was that I became like the lead teacher in the morning and I was like how do you which which no one knows how what that feels like like, like, what do I do I don't know I read to the kids and play outside I mean wow I didn't know what I was doing um but then the I remember the my director was like um towards the end of the year she was like oh um would you consider a full-time like lead teacher position I was like what she's like you're great with the kids I'm like what (laughs) so that's how the next year was and at that time the following year they did both the lead they were it was co-teachers there wasn't an assistant teacher so it was co-teaching one of them was a supervisor but it was a co-teacher um culture there. right right okay so that was interesting so when I um my the end of my fourth year because I started like in November okay um in that summer before my the, I was going to complete my fifth year I resigned mm. and I actually worked at child care okay yeah did you know this no yeah, I worked it very brief that was a interesting experience and you still continued on with... And I still continued on. And I, you know, I, I was with the two-year-olds. Oh. I loved that age. I don't know why. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like This the, is great. The two-year-olds. And, you know, it's still, like, yeah. it's not easy. No, it's not. But it was, I mean, it was fascinating to me because they're, like, even more, you know, like, it, they're even more sponges. And oh, just, yeah. Like, every, so it was really interesting. And I was there for about... Through the summer all the way to maybe October, so not very long, not even a year, which I probably, that's why I don't say anything about it, because I wasn't there that long. Yeah, but that's But it counts. wasn't a good experience, okay. as far as administration was, which is kind of one of the reasons. So you got burned. Well, yeah. You, got burned. you know, I, 
I don't I won't share the story. But <laughs> I mean I could. It was so long ago. It but. was so long ago. And the people aren't even I won't even think are still there. But the I'll share it. Don't share don't say names or anything. I won't say, but the director at that time, as soon as they found out that I was leaving because mm-hmm. I gave my two week notice. Oh my gosh, everything went bad. Like oh, wow. I they didn't want me in the classroom. Was they were backlash? treating me bad. Yeah. Because I was leaving. Yeah. And so it wasn't it wasn't good. And even I, I remember I was really upset because the two year olds I would open that classroom and was there while they decided to um put in the preschool teacher in there and tell me and they told so me then, to leave so then that kind of messed up the, the transition for those kids uh-huh. then you could have transitioned and, out yeah. nicely yeah and they did and it it just was abrupt yeah oh god so it was yeah they were just like just leave they wanted me to leave early mind you i'm the lead in that room yeah. um during the day but and we because. don't realize that those decisions those administrative decisions how that affects kids mm-hmm very much so, I'm sure. Yeah. So that was, I mean, it was kind of bad, but I then I ended up going to the state, and that's where where I started at the state. Wow, that's amazing, yeah. though. Had that that little crossover, that, mm-hmm. and you still continued. Even this, you said, okay, I'm like, I'm, I'll still stay within working with at some capacity mm-hmm. with kids, directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the next step for me because I'm like, okay, I've, I've done, I've been with kids, I've done that. Now what's next? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. What is um. What does your family say now about where you're at as far as your position goes, and you know anybody close to you that um, has an opinion? How's how is that? Does that affect your work at all? Um. My sisters, my older one, is very proud. Okay. So, and, like, every, when I started, even when I started, like, traveling out of the state, she was like, tell everyone, I'm like, can you stop telling people that I'm going to, you know, a conference over D.C. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm so proud. I'm like, stop. It's embarrassing. People do not know where I need no, to go. I always go back and forth, and I don't want to generalize. Mm-hmm. I, and I bring up family because you and I are both Latinas. Mm-hmm. And um, I know family, I think, I think I've, you know, it affects a lot of 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 us, mm-hmm. of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I always say I can, I'm, I'm, I'm going to still do my thing regardless. Mm-hmm. But it, but it certainly does um, hinder some of the stuff that I do when it's when I'm not um, in in good standing <laughs> <laughs> with my. And I say family. It's like my parents. Um, I know the, um, they're still alive. My parents and my my brothers, mm-hmm. but um, mostly my parents, I guess. Um, but, you know, I know that your family, extended family, that's a big piece of you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I, I don't know, it's not necessarily maybe a cultural thing, but I know with, with us being Latinas, um, they, you know, they're super proud when it's oh, super yeah. proud. And then when it's like you, you messed up, it's like, it's also very mm-hmm. vocalized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, like you're not allowed to make mistakes or change your mind, <laughs> um, so that's why I I bring that up, and I'm sure it's something that um, some of our audience can relate to as well. And some of, and some of them still don't know what I do. 
Oh, yeah. I get that, too. It's like, what do you... Do you work with kids? Yes. So are you out for the summer? No. I don't work in a district. I don't work... So they're like, okay, what do you do? So a lot of... I'm like, just... You're not going to understand. Yes, so I'm just, like, are you, you really want to know what I do? Or are you just yeah. asking me? Oh, yeah, I had that um, also. Yeah. I think I just ha- I just recently uh, explained to my dad what I what I kind of do. Um, because I thought I told him already, but <laughs> I had to really visualize it um, for him. When I, And even when I started, when I told them, oh, I'm going to apply for my master's degree. They were like, Alma's starting her master's. I'm like, no, I'm just applying. <laughs> like, oh, es muy diferente. Oh, it's very different. Yes. Yeah, and I'm like, can you just stop? So now it's like, I'm in that thing. I'll be the first in in my within my family to get my master's degree. So I'm wow. like, oh, it's going to happen. Oh <laughs> like, That's awesome. I just, it's like bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gonna happen that's great yeah. i mean that that's a big deal that's a big deal in in most families mm-hmm. or at least i know in mine too mm-hmm. um yeah i know i come from one of my family uh, um my father's side they're all doctors and lawyers oh, geez. so yeah there's a lot there or you know or they're now mm-hmm. being professors mm-hmm. because they they retired or whatever so there's a lot of pressure on that side um okay wow that's I really I I'm I think it's really helpful um, you sharing your journey um, and just explaining that it's not it's not a perfect journey but mm-hmm. it's yours and um, it's it can be relatable mm-hmm. and we don't always know all the answers and we're continuously learning mm-hmm. as well that can that that continue that spectrum that we talk about that development of children I, that goes for adults yes. that's just human development. And where you are on that line, and sometimes we regress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then we pick ourselves back up again and keep moving. So um, thank you so much for this interview. Thank you. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Money Podcast.